0: Hello my name is Rochelle Innocent and I'm the founder and CEO of Project Purpose. Welcome to our YouTube channel. Our community is focused on fostering the intellectual and character development in children. We do this through our parent-child workshops that focus on four themes. Autonomy, self-efficacy, compassion, and self-concept in order to cultivate grit, perseverance, and resilience in each child. At Project Purpose, our overarching mandate is to renew and rebuild family, communities, and relationships. Our YouTube platform provides us with an opportunity to have discussions on all topics that relate to family, community, and relationships with ourselves as well as with others, with a primary focus on mental health and education more precisely, the ways that the institutions of mental health and education play a role and have played a role in our societies at large. These discussions and debates provide us with an opportunity to think critically about what needs to change within these structures in order for us to live up to our bold slogan, support, protect, and empower each child through youth-focused development, better known as leadership in juvenescence. We recognize that in valuing our children's leadership potential, that also translates as recreating and co-creating spaces, both socially and politically, in order for our children to thrive. For those of you who are particularly keen on the topic, definitely be sure to check out our website. We write thought pieces every other Sunday, and we just dropped a thought piece this past Sunday. So definitely be sure to check that out once you're done watching this video as is the YouTube convention. Definitely be sure to subscribe, hit that post notification bell so that you're aware of every time we post. And of course, if you like these conversations and you want to keep them going, like, comment, and share this video. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another week here with us here at Project Purpose. I'm very happy to have you with us today. And today's topic of discussion is going to be on mental health. So for those of you who are familiar on this channel, we cover topics that relate to mental health, mental wellness and education on a week by week basis. And the first video this week we covered rejection and this video is really going to be talking about self-acceptance, which is I think a great alignment given that a lot of the time, some of the visceral responses that we have to rejection comes from a place of, it breaching our sense of acceptance by others. And I think when we learn to accept ourselves, the acceptance of others holds less weight. Um, And this is a personal opinion, but I do believe that the foundation from which to form any solid relationship or even to walk away from toxic ones stems from a place of self-acceptance. And I think that the conversation around self-acceptance can be sometimes a little fantasy like, and I'd like to kind of ground it um, in sort of from my own vantage point, from my own viewpoint. And I'm hoping that this might be of use to others. So I think that when we think about mental health and self-acceptance, they're very much intertwined. Um, it hurts our mental health to conform to norms. It hurts our mental health to conform to conventions. If those norms and those conventions are, are very far from who we know ourselves to be or who we see ourselves, and I think that it's important that someone, even if it's a stranger talking to you through her camera lens, lets you know that it's okay to be, just be who you are, to accept yourself for who you are, however that shows up. And I know that for some of us, depending on our primary experiences in life, depending on our social circles, our community, um, that is easier said than done. So if that's you, this conversation is definitely about that. And I hope that by the end of it, it helps you sort of take at least the first few steps towards self-acceptance if you're not there yet. I I did a video on self-identity and this idea of self-concept and how self-concept changes fairly fluidly because our experiences inform our sense of self. So our sense of identity is never static. It's always in a constant shape of evolution. It's always informed by the people, places, and things in our lives. And I think we learn as we have, you know, the deeper our experiences are, like the deeper they move us and shift us emotionally, The more we start to realize that a lot of the voices that that aim to inform our sense of identity and inform the ways that we sort of move towards self-acceptance. Try to leave an imprint, right? So there are a lot of people who want you to accept yourself to a certain degree, but not completely. Because maybe completing maybe accepting yourself completely will change the dynamic or change the relationships that you have with the people around you. And so recognize that when it comes to self-acceptance is often, it's a very individual journey, right? This is a journey that even though you might want to sort of commission your your friends or people within your support network to help you, sometimes when you realize um, what is involved in self-acceptance and it's different for, for different people, that means that different relationships, they're going to shift and they're going to change. So, I think the first step towards achieving self-acceptance is recognizing that all of the voices that are not your own at some point need to get drowned out. And the loudest voice, the voice that you need to pay the closest attention to is your own, right? Because that voice is the voice that lets you know who you are without the layers of consequence and risk and sort of punishments and rewards and all of that extra stuff that makes it a bit of a ordeal to come to terms with who you are. um, If it means that there's misalignment with where you see yourself or where you'd like to see yourself or the people you'd like to see yourself with. All that to say, I mean, that can be a very difficult process. It can be a a very difficult journey. Still though, I do hope that at some point, each of you gets to a state where you drown out every voice that is not your own and you make the call on your own and you choose to accept yourself, your full self, um, regardless of what that means in terms of how that translates in the world around you and with the people and the relationships that you hold. What that really means is that you find your power in your voice and you push back against those voices and against that noise that tries to get you to conform, maybe, with the best of intentions, but not always for your own good. So when I say push back, you know, push back to what end? I believe that each of us has always been and will always be more than what society cares to acknowledge in us. We have more to offer than what society cares to take from us. And I think it's who we are and who we stand to become is always greater than what people expect. Even if people expect a lot of you, but maybe in an area that doesn't quite appeal to you. Your potential is limitless, and I truly believe that. And I think sometimes the limits to our potential are the voices or the external voices and the external pressures that we try to conform or we try to please. And I think to harness the freedom and the power of self-acceptance, there are certain things that we need to claim for ourselves. For one, we need to claim our light and our dark. All of us are a combination of light and darkness, and I think that we need to claim that. We can't just love the parts of ourselves that the people around us love. We need to love the parts of ourselves that the people around us would rather do away with, because that's who we are, right? We're light and dark. We need to love our beauty marks and our scars. All of us have accrued a degree of beauty marks and scars, and I think that these play into the stories that inform our sense of self. We, I said earlier that our experiences kind of inform our sense of who we are and who we are becoming and I don't think there's any shame in any of the scars or any of the beauty marks that we possess. We need to claim our successes and our shortcomings. I think that it's important that we recognize that our value doesn't stem from our successes nor does it stem from our shortcomings, therefore we can use both to inform the way we move forward and to also support those who are struggling themselves. If we hide our successes and we sort of let ourselves be small so others feel comfortable or if we sort of shrivel under our shortcomings, then we hide our growth, right? We limit our own growth. And I think if we recognize that who we are is so much more than what we do and or, or what we fail to do, we can be much more vocal, much more open about those things. And we can learn from the experiences of those around us. It also, kind of involves claiming your victories and your failures. And I think that life is about a series of victories and a series of failures that you the beauty marks and gives you the scars that brings out your light and brings out your darkness and I think that all of this layers into the beauty and the meaning and the fulfillment that we can derive out of life but only when we can claim these things as our own these are not shared these are our non shared personal experiences that inform us that drive us that propel us forward and that enable us to leave a mark on the world that is different from anyone else's mark And I think these are things that are yours to define. They happen, but you define them however you would like. You decide what they mean. You decide how they are going to impact you and impact the choices and the decisions that you make moving forward. No one else gets to decide those things for you. I mean, unless you give them permission to, but that's a lot of power. Um, Giving someone else permission to drive your life is a lot of power that I'm not quite sure is appropriate to give away. I think that all of our lives involves making choices that are going to impact us individually, right? And I think that it's important that we claim ownership over those choices so that we live our best lives and we live life to the fullest, even if that involves accruing more victories, more failures, and that involves coming to face with our shortcomings and being able to celebrate our successes as well. And i like to think that this is the basis of self-acceptance. Self-acceptance isn't clinging to a projection of who we wish we were. It's just confidently claiming who we know ourselves to be and who we recognize ourselves as becoming based on sort of the experiences that we're in right now. And then not being ashamed of it, being proud of it. and allowing it to inform our self-perception, right? Like my experiences and the way that I manage through those experiences make me feel stronger, even if they're rough experiences, like whether they're high highs or low lows, those are my experiences only. And there's something about that that Makes me feel very special. You know, there's something about life and the universe that felt that I could handle these like rough times or felt inclined to, you know, allow me these beautiful successes. And I claim both of those things as my own. And they're not things that I care to diminish or to hide away. These are expressions of my own personal existence in action. I do believe that that also entails showing up always showing up in every moment unapologetically you unapologetically you whether you're your best self in that moment or you're lesser than that those are all versions of you that you claim that you need to like, develop pro- like pride in um, and learn you learn and you grow like being comfortable in your skin doesn't mean that you're not growing it doesn't mean that you're not that you're arrogant and you think that like the work is done I think any growth stems from a place of self-acceptance. Otherwise you're fighting against yourself, right? And you don't wanna go through life fighting against yourself, right? You want that, that alignment so that your growth really is, is supporting you into becoming the person that you're meant to be. I also believe that self-acceptance recognizes, self-acceptance acknowledges the fact that who you are is an entity that is individual, right? You don't belong to anyone. You will grow through, you'll grow into and out of many communities, many groups, many circles. But your growth, if you claim it and if you're, you know, intentional about it, is going to h- allow you to cycle through so many experiences and meet so many new people. And sometimes, in order to kind of create room for the new, you need to let go of the old and you need to allow your growth your trajectory to inform that and it doesn't mean you're always saying goodbye but it means that your goodbyes aren't devastating right you know that if at some point you're meant to cross paths with an individual that you might have left behind that that's going to happen but you're not going to limit your growth because you're clinging to relationships that you know fundamentally within you that you've outgrown right you're not going to limit yourself by tying yourself to a community that you know that there are you know there are There are reasons why, you know, you need to sort of remove yourself from that community, even if it's just for a short period of time. Just know that you belong to no specific thing or individual in this world. Like your growth gives you sort of permission to figure things out, to test things out. You're not obligated to stay static and to stay in one place and to limit yourself to sort of that Um, to like that box, right? And I I, I challenge everyone, um, if you are on a journey to self-acceptance, that the first step is to step out of that box, right? Define yourself with terms that aren't categorical, because who we are is so much more complex than the categories and the labels that we place on ourselves. You give yourself permission to grow, to discover, to evolve, to fail, to hurt, to bleed, all of those things. And you recognize that life isn't about sheltering yourself from like the rough times. It's about welcoming the good times and the rough times as both will inform who you are as you push through it and as you push forward. So give yourself permission to grow, to be different, to be brilliant, to stand out, to change, to learn, to move forward, to move backwards even, to backpedal, give yourself freedom just to be as you are. And I think that one of the most fundamental sayings is who you are as you are in every respect, right? Who you are as you are right now is enough in every respect. And if you're not enough for a specific person, you know, that's their own journey. It doesn't need to inform your journey other than you repivot and you continue your path forward. Who you are as you are, you know, with all of your million imperfections, those are your imperfections. You are timeless. Each of us are, are timeless, a, a forever work in progress, even until death. I think um, I think self-acceptance also means, you know, don't limit yourself. I think that's a really important Um, aspect to this message um, and recognize that you're defined by your own sense of possibility, and don't allow external voices to put a glass ceiling on that sense of possibility. Whatever you think up, whatever you dream up, whatever ideas that you have in mind, commit to them. And regardless of the journey of the struggle that coincides with making that a reality, stick through it. Stick through it for what it will make of you to make that dream a reality. I think it's very important that you trust yourself that anything is possible um, and recognize that if you have a goal in mind, you can't predict the journey and what will unfold, but you need to give yourself sort of the room to grow. And as you grow, you'll find that you'll slowly start to become the person you need to be to carry the dream in reality. I think when you have dreams, I mean, you know, push through your dreams, I, you know, it's easy to dream up, but it doesn't mean you're not going to work for it, you're not going to bleed, cry, sweat for those dreams. I think you need to anticipate that a lot of struggle, a lot of obstacles are going to come to play, a lot of challenges are going to come into play, and for each one that you conquer and that you overcome you become something that you weren't before and it prepares you as you step closer towards that dream and, and as that dream becomes more attainable because oftentimes the only separation between us and the dreams that we have in mind is the person we need to become to claim them. Think anchor yourself in self acceptance and the million and one definitions and all the different ways that it translates and, and move from there. Learn, um, recognize that you are unstoppable, uncontainable, Also, know this, that you're not defined by your past, present, or the future events. I mean, those can inform aspects of who you're becoming. Um, But I think self-acceptance recognizes that a lot of what we experience is out of the scope of our control, but our response to it is really a true demonstration of who we are and you know our sense of, be- of becoming and transformation. Um, there are experiences that you're gonna have that are gonna break you and you're gonna rebuild yourself and you're gonna keep going. Why? Because that's the commitment you've made to yourself. I think it's important that you choose to believe that every- everything and anything that is put on your path serves a purpose um, for you specifically, for your journey specifically, and you might not have a clear cut answer why or any focus or clarity on why certain events in your life have taken place. But know that it will become clear later on, right? Just don't allow it to block you. Don't allow it to limit you. Make a commitment to yourself, no matter how long it takes and don't give yourself uh, too much grief if it takes you a while to get back up on your feet, but promise yourself that no matter what you go through, you will get back up on your feet. You will not allow your circumstances and your experiences to define you and to stop you from continuing on your trajectory. If if nothing else, our experiences serve to show us more about who we are, what we can handle. If not, show us about the world and all of the layers of complexity that come with the people, places, and things that we stand to encounter in this world as well, and some of those lessons are hard-earned, right? So it's important that we rest, reflect, and release, you know, and realize that life is about embracing the lessons that come with the good and the bad, drawing lessons out of the good and the bad, drawing strength from within as we encounter and push through some of the experiences that are going to shape us and, and be very formative. I think at the end of the day, who you are and who are you becoming is oftentimes all that you need. Right. The toolkit is is from within. And even if you're doubting, um, if you're unsure, I mean, take a leap of faith. You will always catch yourself by surprise. And I guess if there's any way that I can wrap this discussion on self-acceptance up is that life doesn't define you, right? You're. The things that you experience in life doesn't define you. Your starting point in life doesn't define you. You are the one who offers life. You define life. You define and you decide the life you stand to leave. You chart that path because it's your choice, no matter what. You decide who, when, where, what, and how in life. Um, and all of that rooted in the place of just accepting yourself first and accepting each step forward from there and you know as i wrap up this conversation of self, self-acceptance up and i guess it's really a monologue um and it's important because self acceptance is very much rooted in mental health self-acceptance is a place of power right when you accept yourself um it's very hard to break someone who's accepted themselves for who they are and i think that if you want to become unbreakable then the first step is realizing that every part of who you are is perfectly, perfectly placed, and it's adapted to fulfill a specific purpose that no one else can fulfill. So it's important that you start from self-acceptance, claim that power, and see where the journey takes you. So thank you so much for joining me on this, on this discussion today. It's always, always a pleasure, and for joining us on this discussion of mental health this week. Um, I hope it was beneficial to you and definitely if you're still here, subscribe to the channel, like, comment and share this video and until next time.